Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is your favorite episode of the year. It is time to award some six foot, no, life size consoles. Life size. Life size. I mean, he's probably six foot. Uh, Han Solo's frozen in, in carbonite. It is Mr. Oscar 2022. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Mixmaster Todd. And I'm your other host, Obert. <laughs> you gotta think that with all the carbonite, those things have gotta be. I mean, I could measure one right now, but they gotta be like close to 10 feet. Well, don't tall. you know that, that Han Solo and therefore Harrison Ford are like midget size? So, like, they could be six feet. Yeah. Well, you might be thinking of the travel bag, like the, the gift bags that we give to all of the people who come, like the people who sit in the seats, they get the six-foot version of Han Solo. But I always heard that Han Solo was small. I always heard that he was just a tiny guy. Like, that's why Jabba the Hutt looks so big. It's because Han Solo is so small. Harrison Ford's a tiny person? Yes, exactly. Like, you know, in, when, uh, in the Temple of Doom, when he's running away from the boulder, it's really a pebble. Oh, okay. Oh, that is something that you don't... I always thought, I always thought that it was a crossover with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Mm. That's that's why I always assumed they were. I, I figured it was a you know one of those kind of deals, but I guess the early days of Lucasfilm ILM that was the the magic that they had was just short people. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's how you get the special effects in the seventies. You gotta you gotta you gotta pull from creative somewhere. casting, creative casting. So, yeah, I don't, I'm curious then how they got the Ewoks. That's what I don't understand. If Harrison Ford is already that short, those those were cats. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. But anyway, Mr. Oscar time. If this is your first episode of Drinking Alone with Friends, <laughs> this is where we go back through our archives of the previous year. Uh, look at the highlights, the lowlights, the medium lights, the okayest lights, and um, shine them ret- retrospectively. We ask our listeners to vote for what they thought were some of the most memorable moments of the year. Um, and we'll get to all that. Right now, we, we have everybody walking into the theater on the miles long red carpet, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that the Rams the, had well, to roll up to, or the Chiefs, the, the Chiefs. Chiefs had to roll up twice, or roll yep. out, twi- or roll out twice. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, as is tradition, the last mile of the red carpet, as you're walking it down, we we all have to have beers in hand to, to start true. to start drinking. We do it every year. We talk every I mean, year. We, I, I barely have to say. It. You guys know by now. Like this right. is the this, listeners can't see it, but we're walking hand in hand wizard of oz yellow brick road style down this red carpet with our beers about to review them yeah whoever's in the middle i feel sorry for you because i don't know how you're how you're how you're managing this but <laughs> oh i have the uh one of those helmets oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um well i would like to kick us off today because i have a special beer tonight that i was gifted uh from a co-worker on my birthday so thank you oh unnamed co-worker um, special birthday beer birthday beer yeah, that's right and it's it's you know it's a it's a it's a it's it was a special beer that i wanted to save for a very special night and it's from the brewery it's called baked on the bayou and it is a bourbon aged imperial stout with cacao nibs pecans vanilla beans and dulce de leche Ooh. which is a bomber that is a uh, 12.8 alcohol so this is a uh, a choice that i'm making <laughs> yeah well, dear Chris's coworker, I also expect a beer on my birthday. <laughs> I'll, I'll pass. I'll We're pass just, we'll assume that they're a listener. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I assume they are. If if anything, they, who is it? They, really? they at least tu- they at least tune in for Mister Oscar. We exactly. all know that, right? Yeah, we all know that. So here we go. We're gonna get right into it. Good glug glug glugs. Look at that! I can already tell. It's the best place I want to be if a T Rex outbreak. That, that might be the <laughs> best Chris pour I've ever seen in my life. Look at this thing, though. Look at look at look at the lack of head on it, though. It like did not. It was very. It was. It seemed very carbonated. It was. It it, it sounded like you were pouring coke. It was shh, the whole time, you know. So no head, zero head on this thing. But it is dark as night. Um, definitely something as Ober alluded to. Something that no T Rex is gonna see you through at all. Zero percent chance of T Rex finding you here. Um, let me see on the nose. Decent amount of bourbon on the nose. So, you know, as to be expected, I am a little curious how the, if we're going to get some of those, 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 those Pringles that we get because of how carbonated it seems, but tell you what, we're going to jump right into it. No wasting time. We got to get to the awards. Here, here. We only have a, we only have a mile to drink this. Yeah. It's beer 30 and I'm 
thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. This beer, 30. And it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Okay. All right. All right. So definitely, definitely heavy on the bourbon. Um, definitely heavy on the bourbon. I it has some sweetness on the backside from like the vanilla beans and the dolce de leche, but it is relatively bitter on the front end. Um, it doesn't hide the twelve point eight percent alcohol very well. It just it just doesn't. Um, it's uh, let me see. Oh, okay. I was I was I was looking to see because I was like, this tastes like it's been cellared. You know how when you have a stout that's it has like that distinct, just a little little on the age. It just has that age taste to it. Uh, this is actually the 2021 edition, so you know I didn't even have to cellar it, but there you go. So it it does came pre-cellared. Came pre-cellared. It's the best way to get cellared beers. That way you can drink I'm them saying, right away. I'm saying. So it does have that. Like I can tell. Like I could tell that it was an older bottle just from the taste. So um, it explains a little bit of 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 what I'm feeling right now. I get a hint of the cacao nibs, and I'm getting like a weird dryness in it, which I think is partially because of the pecans i'm not getting a ton of like pecan flavor um but i'm definitely getting something that's i think driven by the pecans um other than that now i apologize if i missed it but did you already comment on the pringle factor you said you expected it to be pringly yeah so that is um uh, uh, right at the beginning you get a little bit of pringle but then it kind of smooths out so it's actually not that bad so I i was nervous of the carbonation the pringle factor um, so, so it's not like a barreled soul style stout. It's a little bit less than that. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like maybe, like I said, maybe at first, but then it does smooth out towards the rest of the beer. So, and the more I'm drinking it now, the more I, uh, it, I'm getting acclimated to the, the the taste of it. So, I like it. It's good. It's good. It uh, definitely is going to kick kick you in the butt. It's going to kick you in the tail. I mean, twelve point eight percent. It's not no slouch, but but it's good. The bur- If you, I would say, if you don't like bourbon. And you want something that's like super sweet? Stay away from this beer because it definitely get, get that bourbon kick to it, right? Um, there is some sweetness on the back end, but primarily it's just like a like a flavorful bourbon. <laughs> more more bayou than baked. But, yes, there you go. More more bayou than baked. Have Have you ever have either one of you ever had a those little pecan things that are famous in Louisiana? Praline. Uh, yeah, I have not. No, because they're no. You, I expected them to be less sweet so i'm actually kind of surprised like going with the bayou flavor i thought it would mm. be a little bit more praline and that's so that's kind of surprising to me uh, uh, yeah i mean maybe that's what they were going for and maybe maybe fresh maybe you get more i don't i'm not you know i'm not sure but um it's still good i'm still i'm still a fan i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a four and a quarter it's good it's good i think they if they hid the maybe if they hid the bourbon a little bit better like kind of like smoothed it out a little bit it might have been little bit higher but it's still very very good so solid red carpet beer though oh yeah 100 percent. yeah i'm gonna be chugging this thing for the next mile it's a, it's a great beer to drink while running a mile uh-huh yep yeah you have to run obviously because when you think of the three of us you think runners yeah the listeners can't see but we're we're full sprinting right now uh, <laughs> yeah um so on untapped out of 1056 check-ins what do you think they've rated this Hang on, is there an annual version or no? I only see the one. Okay, just wanted to check. Let's didn't want to give Chris, you know. Let me double check. No, it lo- appears to be just a one. All right. All right. So one thousand fifty-six. Um, I hope your I, think... I hope your taste buds were a chugalin, as they described this. <laughs> what? A chugalin. A dash chuglin. That's like my new favorite word. A chuglin. Um. All right. So. The brewery, I think, has some decent following to it. I know I've I've definitely heard of this before, so I don't think and I, I don't think it's any I don't think it's a slouch uh, by any means. I don't know if it's going to be quite as high as some of the other barrel aged beers we've had. Four point one seven. So you're close. It's four point one four. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll um, take that. That's that's pretty good. That's enough to go uh, running down the backwood bear. <laughs> Is that another thing that's saying about the? Beer? I- <laughs> yep, as they say in the bayou. As they say, be running down that backwood bear. Point oh three, not too shabby. Listen, got to dial it in for my birthday slash Mister Oscar beer. Got to dial it in. Yeah, yeah, you got the two for there. All right, so who's gonna take the baton on our sprint down the last mile? I'll go next. I'll drink my uh, 
my my running beer. Okay. So it's really this the stamina that you need. Like the first third of the mile, no problem. But then once you hit that second third, you're like getting all parched. Yeah, it's really the first third, the second third, and the third third that of the mile that I hate. So <laughs> I, I'm gonna dislike it all. So hopefully I can chug this beer throughout the mile and not pass out of lack of oxygen. But a couple weeks ago, I was down in uh, the Philadelphia area, and I stopped in at uh, one of the top breweries that we always talk about that I've never been to. I've never had their beer. I don't think either one of you guys have also had their beer. Um, maybe Obert. And that's Tired Hands. I've had some collab stuff I think they did, but uh, no, I've never had a true Tired Hands beer. So I stopped into their their flagship uh, tap room where they serve food and they serve beer and they have their store. Um got some food got some beer and i bought some beer to go well one of the beers that wasn't untapped was their flagship ipa um so i did buy that and that's called alien church but for mr oscar i decided to bring double dry hopped alien church to the podcast now i'm gonna preface this by saying i still have not tried the alien church i wanted to make sure that i tried this one first and i wanted to do it on the podcast okay now tired hands aren't they famous for they didn't they basically invent the fruited sour? They invented the milkshake oh, IPA. Oh, the milkshake yeah. IPA. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. I have some of those too, but I I really bought this beer to bring to this podcast, and I want to drink it so I can try the rest of the beers. <laughs> yeah, makes total sense. I get it. Oh. But it does feel a little bit like you're bringing, like, like you went to McDonald's and you're like, okay, I got for you all the filet of fish. <laughs> hey, I, I have another milkshake IPA as well, but I had that one already, and I checked it in on Untapped. Mm. So, Maybe it's a good pre-gamer. Maybe that'll be a good pre-gamer. Yeah, it's a Lemoncello milkshake IPA, so Ooh. it was really good. Um, hmm. This one's pretty cool. The can is purple. Um, That doesn't really come across the webcam, but the can is purple, and it's kind of got this glass that has like a weird... It looks kind of like a lizard head, but I think it's supposed to be an alien with a big giant tongue that's made out of hops. That's cool. This thing weighs in... This thing weighs in an unspecified amount of ABV, so that's always good. Um, this the can says this beer. The beer in this can is super fresh, unfiltered, and fragile. Keep cold. Enjoy the contents ASAP for a beautiful and befudding organolipic experience. So let's see what what's so organolipic about it. That's a new word for me. I'm googling it right now. I can't even spell it. Would you like Would you like me to spell it? Oh, organ organoleptic acting on or involving the use of the sense organs it's actually a really good descriptive word yeah kind of how you experience the entire world though Mm. but this one's gonna make my nose organ really liptic (laughs) oh yeah hopefully my tongue organ too well start with the eye organs how are uh how are they looking (laughs) hang on gotta pour it so this is a great looking beer Actually, I guess the first would be your ear organs because you hear it being poured first. Yeah, I'm wearing headphones, so it kind of got in the way. Mm. But it does look amazing, though. It does look amazing. Uh, perfect amount of head. Um, you know, you could definitely hide from a T-Rex in this. Um, it does a pretty good job of blocking the light, which is surprising for a New England IPA. Uh, kind of, kind of looks like there's a dark essence in the middle of the glass, and the the outer ring of the beer lights up. I like that description. So on the nose, uh, you get a ton of hops. Um, very, very, uh, very citric flavored. A lot of resiny flavors. Pretty good. Smells like your standard New England style IPA. Uh, maybe a little bit more, more bitter. Um, is what I'm gonna expect. Let's dive on in and see how this, see how this thing tastes. This is pretty good. Um, I don't. It does not say what hops it's brewed with. Uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb and take a guess that it's either Mosaic or Amarillo and. Uh, maybe a little centennial just because it's got kind of those those flavors to me um and as somebody who brewed a beer with those three hops recently it has they have similar flavor profiles so that's going to be my guess um but you get a lot of a lot of grapefruit on this a lot more than than what the nose would expect you know some some slightly some maybe like tangerine type flavors not directly orange but um maybe a little bit more tart than that and then there's a yeah just a ton of like resinous like like sappy type flavors like a uh, pine that's the word i'm looking for thought of sap from treehouse pine okay yeah it looks like brewed with cascade and columbus first dry hopping with citra mosaic and chinook 
second dry hopping with uh, Citra and Galaxy. Interesting. So there's a lot of stuff going on in this thing. Yeah. The Chinook is interesting. That's a it's one you don't see very often in a New England style IPA. Hmm. Especially as a dry hop edition. Really good. Uh, really solid. You know, this fits right in there with, with your tree houses of the world, with your abominations of the world, you know, Trillium. Like, the, it's right up there. Um, as expected, Tired Hands is, you know, considered one of those premier type breweries. Um, you know, it's the, the quote unquote tree house of the Philadelphia area. Super easy drinking um, for being however much ABV it is. I'm assuming it's going to be decently high. Uh, 7%. Okay. So, not crazy. Um, delicious. You know, there's not a lot you could say about New England IPAs. They kind of, at a certain point, you've kind of hit the citric notes. You've hit the, the hop notes. You've hit the resiny flavor. But, really good representation of the brand. Um, a little bit more bitter. So, um, Chris, this would definitely be right up your alley. Just because I know you're a fan of the little bit more of the bitterness side than the sweet yeah, side. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I I think as I've uh, as I've aged in my time, I think I've leaned more towards the bitter side too, just because I find with bitter ones I can drink them more than yeah. the sweet ones. Because after a while, the sweet just kind of sticks in your mouth, and this kind of fades away because it's just bitter. Yeah. Um. Great beer. I'm gonna give this. I'm, just, I'm gonna give this a solid four two five. Oh. Okay. Okay. I, I thought it was gonna be higher to be honest with uh, how much you were hyping it up. I think it's. I mean, it's it's good. Like I said, I it, I think it fits. It's the style. I mean, it's everybody does the New England IPA. Um, you know, if if we were doing new Untapped or the paid for Untapped, I would say this is more of like a four three five, maybe a four four. But it didn't quite get up to the four and a half. Rounds down. Rounds down. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you don't mind me asking, what did you pay for this beer? Did you buy a four pack of them? I did buy a four pack. It was somewhere around like seventeen dollars, I think. Okay, I was expecting like twenty five. So yeah, no, 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 nothing that I bought. No four packs that I bought were over twenty dollars. Good to know. That's you know, I think for this kind of beer, like if you're going to Treehouse, it's probably more than that, right? Oh, for sure. If you bought a four pack of Judge Julius or King Julius, you're not getting out of there. Which is what you would kind of equate this to, right? Yeah, because this is the double yeah. dry hop version of their flagship. So Julius is Treehouse's flagship. The double dry hop version of Julius is King Julius. I think don't. Quote, we've, we've, went, we've been into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't kill yeah, me right. if I'm wrong on that one, but it's the next level. And so that's what this is. And yeah, I don't think you're getting under, I don't think you're getting out of Treehouse with a can for under probably $5.25. Five bucks a can. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Well, 6,342 users have checked this in before you. Not as many um, as I expected. That's a lot. I was expecting, I mean, after Chris's beer with 1,000, I thought that was high. Well, what's a. What's a King Julius have for a check-in amount? I mean, it's got to be higher it's than 6,000. Yeah, in the five-digit range, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of hot hype that goes along with Tired Hands. It is a good beer. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be high. I'm going to probably guess over mine, probably somewhere in my original guess of, like, if I was paying for it. I'm going to say 4 point... Th- I want to say 3.7, but that's way too high. I'm going to say 4.31. Okay. Um, even if you had stuck with your original, you wouldn't have made it because that's how high this beer is. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's a 4.46. Holy shit. I mean, it's yeah. a good, wow. I just couldn't imagine it going that high. I just, wow. it's, I mean, it's good. Like I said, 4.45 would be somewhere that I would probably rate it. So I should have stuck with my, my way original guess. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, a lot of, a lot of four and a half check-ins here. There's yeah, no, that's, that's crazy. There's no downside to this beer. I mean, there's nothing where I'd be like, I would change this. And just to um, saying the right thing, it's the DDH Alien Church, right? That's the beer. Correct. Citroen Galaxy. I mean, I don't think they make more than one, but. Well, Chris hangs on to it for now. Jesus. Yeah. I'm really good with bringing these these high, uh, really highly rated beers on. That's insanely high. Yeah. But you got you to gotta yeah. bring out all the stops. I mean, we're, 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 we're sprinting a mile. Like, you got to. Yeah. Why sprint True. a mile and drink something bad? <laughs> Sure, this should get the, the, the taste of blood and uh, death out of my mouth because it's so bitter. So, <laughs> All right, well, I guess that leaves me. You're up. Um, yeah, I feel, you know, I hate to start my beer off on a low note here, but I feel like I want to set the expectations a little bit lower than the two beers we just had. Boo. Um, I have a new-to-me, I believe, brewery, um, new to the podcast. I picked this up. When I was in the great mining city of Butte a couple weeks ago. It's, um, it's pronounced booty. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say butt. That's usually the jo- joke you make. <laughs> but. Well, I got to come up with a different thing. But it's, it could also be booty, right? B-U-T-T-E. That's fair. Um, but this is for actually out of Bozeman. But it, we don't get the distribution out here. This is Outlaw Brewing's uh, Patio Pounder Hazy IPA. There you go. Nice. Um, just looking at this can, anything strike you about it? I mean, I like... I, I was about to say I like I like it because he's just laxing he's just like relaxing but like is that a patio that he's sitting on like I, it doesn't look like it but maybe it is yeah why is there I a river in, his, in, his, in front of his patio because it's Montana man we, that's all we, we that's what we got here you we don't have beaches so we got rivers um but no I don't know if you'll read it and I didn't realize this until after I bought it but you see where it says patio pounder and you see the little fine print right above that. There's a little tiny, tiny, tiny word I mean, that you, you can barely read. If you held that can all the way up to the webcam, I don't even know if I could still read <laughs> it. I don't think it's, it's too blurry. But it just says crafted to remove gluten right above that. And I'm like, oh, this is one of those like gluten-free IPAs. Oh, you're going to be on the toilet. That's okay. not very outlaw-ish. Right? Well, maybe they outlawed the gluten the outlaw in gluten, this universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't realize that until after I bought it. So we'll see. We'll see because they definitely conned me with the fine print. Ooh, of, then they got you. That's outlaw. They really did. That's outlaw. Yeah, they, that's outlaw. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, oh, this looks pretty good. I can't wait to try this on the podcast. New brewery. Is the whole brewery but, gluten-free, I wonder? Um, did they outlaw the gluten? Is that like... Maybe. I don't know. Um, uh, you know what? I, I'm going to look Who it, knows? I'm going to look it up. You look it up. Look at Outlaw Brewing. Brewed and canned by Sheriff Henry Plummer's Outlaw Brewing, 2876 North 27th Avenue, Bozeman, Montana, 59718, if you want to write them a letter. <laughs> um, yeah, so it pours like an IPA. I mean, T-Rex, no problem. Deer, they would they would see you coming, right? Like, right. Beyond the T-Rex, even, even the deer. Hey, deer, would, that's, that's a great way of describing that. <laughs> Well, that was how the T-Rex scale started, was the deer in a headlight. That's true. So we're circling back that beyond the T-Rex now, even the deer <laughs> are going to get out of your way. Um, pretty impressive head clinging on there, but it does have that. You guys notice that like NA beers sometimes have a stranger, more like soap bubbly head. Like with like, it's kind of like a different structure yeah, than I think, your head. Yeah, I think the soap cleans the alcohol from it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's they just used some Dawn Power Wash to get all the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. But this is not this is not NA, right? This is just gluten free. No. 5.0 ABV. Um yeah, I can't even fit it all in here. Gotta top it off as we go here. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this patio pounder hazy IPA that I can see through. We'll see how it goes. I have like I said, low expectations, but <laughs> bottoms up. Mm, I gotta say on the nose, it smells good. It smells nice lemony, clean lemony scent. I can tell you safely they are not a gluten-free brewery. Okay. Hmm. First sip, I'm impressed. I get, again, very strong lemon, super citrus in that. I mean, usually when I say citrus, it's like some kind of a combination of a orange-adjacent citrus fruit. This is straight-up lemon. Very bright um, in that regard. I see why it's called the Patio Pounder at 5% ABV. I could drink this all day. Um, not going to not gonna weigh you down. This is going to improve your mile time, not not decrease it or i mean increase it um i like it it's i think this is the first gluten reduced beer no like bonsai by me they did one and i was really disappointed by that i have heard that gluten reduced beers are not very good but gluten kind of makes your beer yeah this is really like if you just hand this to me and i didn't have my magnifying glass i would never know and a t-rex couldn't find you oh wait <laughs> no, I would never know that uh, there was no gluten in this. Mm. It just tastes like a regular beer. Yeah. And I think that's saying something that like if they had in big bold letters like no gluten in this beer, like buy this if you don't like gluten, they would probably turn off at people on purpose. This is like a hey, we'll let the people who are looking for a gluten-free beer that this is an option, but we still want to sell to everybody who likes IPAs. And they managed I think to do a pretty good job. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so if you live in the eastern half of the 406 area code, uh, look up Outlaw Brewing, get yourself a patio pounder if you are a gluten-sensitive individual, and, um, drink that. Screw that rice wine. You don't need that. Uh, you can drink this instead. Hmm. Um, three, 
on the on the regular beer scale, on the regular gluten untapped, <laughs> this is a three and a half. On the on the gluten free untapped, this is like easily a four and a half. <laughs> but three and a half is what I'm checking in it as. All right. So what do you think the one thousand three hundred and thirty three other people think of it? Not gonna lie, I expected like a sixty-one person check-in. Yeah, I know, one. I know, some surprisingly high numbers today for a brewery that I hadn't really heard of before. Um, again, they just don't make it out here. Oh, I don't know, man. This is—I hate to just like forfeit to Chris, but I just gotta just gotta throw one up. End regulation. Just, just, just fade away jumper. Um, three six two. Fade away jumper. Not terrible bad, but not not close enough. Three point six eight. So okay, you were you were in off the rim. Yeah, off the rim. <laughs> it, it was, <laughs> I I hit glass at yeah. the very least. It was rebounded yeah. by your team for sure. Like we can all agree <laughs> yeah. on that. But I gotta guess higher from now on. That's two weeks in a row now. Yeah, you're 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 a madman. If you if you guess a four four six, you're a madman. I'm just it's, saying I'm, it's crazy, right? Like no. it's it's crazy to guess something that high. It's nuts. It's impossible. It's we've. We've done how many episodes of this podcast? In the past two weeks, we've had the you know two of the highest rated beers that we've ever had on the podcast have right. come out of my hand. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, so and we are approaching the end of this red carpet, but I just I just have to say like the amount of times when I'm doing this and I'm thinking to myself like, oh, I don't want to give away too much info when I'm like have the untapped in front of me is way more than I'm trying to like read the two of you. Like I don't, you know, none of us I think are trying to read the other person for clues as to what the rating is. Yeah. Mm. But I was like, I'm just talking this, like this beer is too much like Treehouse. He's going to guess it. He's going to get like, cause I knew it was going to be high. Right. <laughs> but I'm like, I shouldn't, shouldn't have made so many Treehouse comparisons, but no, it was apparently that good of a beer. So yeah, I can't wait to see what uh, we have on the pregame for that, that, uh, the lemon cello milkshake. Yeah. The lemon cello. I will tell you this, and I, just as a sneaky peeky before we move on here, I don't like a lot of milkshake IPAs. They're not really my thing. Like, there are some that Same. are good. There are some that are bad. I didn't expect to like a lemon cello milkshake IPA. I thought that was going to be way too sweet. And I drank it, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, they do something different. I don't know what it is, but other breweries who want to do milkshake IPAs, you guys need to go and try the beer and then be like, oh, okay. Like, we, we either can do this or can't do this. Now, I'll say the same thing. Their vanilla milkshake, not my thing. That was way too sweet. I was like, bleh. Yeah, we'll save some for the pregame. Don't want to give it all away here. We got to keep those patrons satisfied, you know? (laughs) Okay. All right. We'll we'll hear the full Tired Hands review on our next pregame episode. Um, But now, I think at this point, we have entered the theater. We are basically live broadcasting up to the stage. Uh, And here we are. Tuxedos on... Frozen on solos lined up as far as the eye can see. Just ready to give out these awards. Um, yeah, just let's just get right into it. What do we? Um, who's got the first envelope here? Well, that would be me. Um, oh, so uh, drum roll, please. Hey, Chris, you didn't lose your envelopes, did you? Uh, um, no. I uh, like. Uh, yeah, no. I definitely got them, and I, I, I def- definitely have them. D- don't worry. Sure. Look, okay, look. Good. We have Usain Bolt right here. We'll just send him back up the red carpet to find your your. Uh, your no, no, no. It's no, no need. I already. I definitely do do have them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. You say thing. You say go. <laughs> have this beer for extra speed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So to kick things off, let's uh, let's get into our first nominee of the year. This one's. Always one of my favorite categories, and that is the worst handle of the year. We have for nominees uh, pickles, which was one of my handles. Um, pickle juice shots, more specifically, but I thought pickles was funny. <laughs> um, Chris, with um, not having a handle, I, I swear that's the that's the future of handles, people. <laughs> and Tud with N I O S H S L M. That was the, the uh, that was the app that that. that tested for sound pollution the no, yeah noise pollution measuring app um let's see let's see what we have here and the winner for worst handle is chris with no handle i i listen i i can't say i agree <laughs> this is also chris i didn't like, vote for it this is chris's third time of collecting this award no actually i think it's my second <laughs> 
somehow Dawn Power Wash lost in the uh, or won. <laughs> the original worst handle. The original and, worst handle, yes. And and the Masuda method. No. You won last year with sports betting. That didn't I'm looking happen. at I'm looking at 2019. We have 2019? Oh my god, we've been doing this for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I I said that Chris not having handle really saves us from a bad handle. I think it's really neutral. That's, I don't think it's a bad. That's handle. what I'm saying. Yeah. How, how, how you I just talk? I'm just happy to move on. The, the say, people okay. have spoken. <laughs> but Chris, they want they want more handles. They said that the worst that you could possibly come up with is still better than not having it. Well, then again, when I scramble for a handle, I end up winning worst handle anyway. So. <laughs> Who knows? It's more of a rock in a hard place type, type <laughs> argument. Oh, yeah, I've won this one a couple times. Next, we have a special presenter uh, presenting the next award, and that is for uh, the OKest movie. And to present the award, we have you know one of our favorite co-hosts and a guy who really knows movies, and that is Jordan from the defunct Wreck My Podcast. Jordan, <laughs> take it away. Hello, everybody. It's Jordan, formerly of Wreck My Podcast, now presiding in the real world. I'm here to do a special presentation. That's right. My favorite season of the year, Mr. Oscar season 2023, is here, and it's glorious, and I love it. And this year, I get to present the nominees and winner for the OKest Movie Award. So, Everyone get ready. Uh, We got that big Han Solo about ready to go out to someone here. So let's bring in the nominees. That's right. We're actually bringing them in this year. All every single person who worked on these movies is here this year. It's a very, very large stage. So give us some time just to bring everyone out. If there is about 20 minutes of pause between each nominee, don't worry about it. We'll cut it out in post. All right. So this year, the nominees are the Batman, the power of the dog, and the light year, I mean, just light year. I've only seen one of these three movies, and I'll let you all guess which one that is, whether I am an auteur, a child, or a fan of DC Comics. You guys, pick your own adventure of who you think I am. And the winner this year for most okayest movie at Mr. Oscars 2023 is Lightyear. That's right, this feel-good story about a giant blimp just making his way in the world. Oh, oh, that's Goodyear? Oh, oh, I see. Lightyear. Which one is that one? Oh, that's the one with Buzz Aldrin? Right? Anyway, it won. Wow. Uh, Every year, again, Jordan always showing up our quality. Completely. Uh, We just... If, imagine if we ran a whole podcast that sounded that good. Right. There'd be no way we would ever go defunct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, just kidding, Jordan. We love yeah, you. Yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> as you know. But Lightyear takes it. That is I true. Said. You are two for two at the moment. I'm doing great. I'm doing, this, is, this is my Oscars to clean up. <laughs> my Mr. Oscars to clean up. I'm your, sorry. Your, I'm so sorry. Your bad handle and your okay movie. movie. All right. I just... I didn't think that's how it worked. I really thought that, uh, like, Tim Allen was the one who accepted the award for, for Lightyear. Oh, no. Buzz Lightyear gets the award. It just was Chris was the one who brought it to the show. Right. Okay. So Chris isn't leaving with the no. Han Solo. No, no, no. no, no. no. Buzz, Buzz Lightyear not. is. Buzz Lightyear gotcha. is here, as you can see. Right. He got the award. Yeah. But Chris is definitely taking the empty handle uh, one home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That could I'm be like, a handle at one point. Yeah, I feel I feel like it's like a producer credit, you know? Like, you know, it's like written by Chris, you know? That's kind of what it is. But, um, well, hold, whoa, hold on. Usain, what are you doing here? Oh, my God. What? Oh, my. You dropped off all my envelopes. Arm, arm full of ballots. Arm, arm full of ba- ballots in an empty beer can trailing behind you. <laughs> He tied it to himself. It's like he's. It's like it says "just married" on the back of his jersey. I don't know why. Um, but <laughs> I thought it was like the parachute with like drag racers. <laughs> yeah, it slow him down. Yeah, that's slow him down. Also, that he's married and it's to slow him down. <laughs> well, 
Well, thank you, Usain, uh, for being here. I know it's an honor for you. This is what really? Oh my! He says this is the he says this is the most prestigious thing he's ever been able to do in his entire wow life. Like, let's get him. Let's get him on the mic <laughs> now. No, he's oh, he's really shy. He's really shy. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like he doesn't like the he doesn't like he doesn't like the limelight. He's not like you know he's not he's not about being the fastest man in the world or anything. Um, <laughs> All right, now, now run back to your seat, Usain. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you're in the nosebleeds. Get back up there. Um, we have too many too many A listers to for you to be in the in the the the, the lower bowl. All right. Anyways. Uh, well, it looks like uh, they all got jumbled up. Hold on. Okay, well, this one. All right, so we're going to be doing, uh, first for me, is uh, Game of the Year. So Game of the Year. Um, as the uh, best Twitch streamer of the podcast, <laughs> I think this is only fitting that I that I hand this one out. So um, <laughs> Game of the Year. So the nominees are Elden Ring, Subnautica, and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And the winners are... A.K.A. Scarmo. A.K. Scarvo, as a hit Twitch channel calls it. The winner is... Pokemon Scarlet and Violet! Oh my goodness! Um, and, and here to collect the award Pikachu, is come Pikachu. Come on up here. Yeah, yeah, accepting on behalf of Pokemon, it's Pikachu. Um, and, 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 and Ash, I guess. I don't know. No, no, just Pikachu. Ash just Pikachu, cool. yeah. Ash did not get an invite. He didn't get... Oh, that's right, yeah. Pikachu brought not low after, honey. That's what one. happened last last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, there it is. Pokemon Scarlet. The, the 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 nominee. The no. The people. The people have chosen. There we go. That's how this works. See, I thought we should have divided that votes in half and assumed that half voted for Scarlet and half voted for Violet. Mm. And really, you know, would have been would have made a difference. It would but. it would have been a lot. You somehow got two two games got got to get votes together. That's true. <laughs> Don't be hating. They're 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 the game of the year. You have to, you just have to face it. Sorry, Elden Ring. Gotta accept here. it. Subnautica that came out in 2017. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, the next award that we are presenting is present or that we are giving away is presented by me, and that is best episode title. And the nominees are All Kegerators Go to Heaven. Rip Kegerator. If you like peanut butter sours and getting caught in the rain and. Avian Deer and July's Best Holiday. And the winner is... If you like peanut butter sours and getting caught in the rain. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, the uh, peanut butter jelly time guy, come on up here to accept the award. <laughs> oh, God. And, and the pina colada guy. They have to accept it together. Rupert Holmes, come on up. <laughs> we got an award for you. That's an impressive pull off the top of your head. <laughs> I have an unusual amount of knowledge of uh, One Hit Wonders, but that one's one of my favorites. So obviously, because I came up with the title. Yeah. So it is, it's a, it's a very solid title. You know, shout out shout out to Obert. You know, for for naming all the episodes. It's not always easy. It's not always easy. No, but... there's some real bad ones in there. But this is not one of those. <laughs> True. And some some would say it might have been the best from last year. Some would imagine if they were all that good. <laughs> Hey, you know what episode doesn't need a title? This one. Mr. Oscar, 2023. Yeah, we get lucky that. We get lucky once a year. All right, so next up is the award for uh, best handle. Go from worst handle all the way up to best handle now. Um, and let me see. Hold on. I got my um, my trusty envelope here. Thank you again, Usain. I hope you're enjoying it from the 400s. Um so best he he ran back from from the nosebleeds to give you this envelope. Yeah, yeah, he needs to run run me down one every single time. <laughs> All right, so best handle and the nominees are watch YouTube in the shower, make your own gin kit, and quest peanut butter cups. And the winner is now. Would you believe it? Watch YouTube in the shower. <laughs> I guys, actually, actually, I can't believe it. I, you guys made you guys made fun of me all year. <laughs> how many of our listeners are wasting all, their time watching YouTube in the showers? That's it's what not I a waste. Know. It's not a waste of time. We we talked about this on the episode. Like, well, you're you're mid you're mid lather, and I'll tell you what, Todd. The answer before this year was zero, <laughs> and now it's a lot more. Now it's, now it's many more, infinite amounts more. You know, Google, if you're listening, we would love a, a YouTube sponsorship. If they want to I mean, sponsor honestly, us. Honestly, Google, if you just give me NFL 
NFL Network for like free or whatever, or uh, what is it called? Direct TV thingy. Sunday, Sunday, ticket? Sunday, Sunday ticket. There he goes. So we'll just take free ones Seems of those. Like, we'll trade you that for a frozen Han Solo and Carbonite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seems fair. <laughs> yeah. YouTube, YouTube itself is accepting this award. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, the TV's up here collecting it. Blink, blink. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, best and worst handle your yin and your yang. Let's go. I'm, I'm here for it. They call me. You got your highs and your lows. They call me Mr. You handle, know? you know. That's what they call me. They, they do. That's I'm, what they call me. I'm just, I mean, this this is deep. I mean, this is really good for Google. This is really good for Android. It's really good for Apple because some of these phones are got to get dropped and wet and soapy, right? I mean, we're covering. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not if you use the products that Chris made a handle. Yeah. Then you never have this problem again. Right, right. Because that's what I do. And n- n- no issues. No issues. My phone is still in proper working condition after hours, hours upon hours. I do kind of wish that the handle just was, one just, shower. <laughs> was just, hey, have you thought about bringing your phone into the shower and watching YouTube on it? <laughs> that would be a great handle. <laughs> These are the out-of-the-box handle ideas that we need to bring to the show. But okay, it's moving on here for one of my favorite awards of, that we give, get to give out every year. Um, that's where we recognize, we look back on our body of work from the past year-ish we say, which episodes truly, truly stuck out as the ones that we want our listeners to go back and treasure for years on end? You know, if you're only going to listen to one episode of the year, what's, what's it going to be? And this is what we have here for nominees. We have the 35 best East Coast breweries. These beers were drank in front of a live studio audience, number two. And the third one was Wipe the Whiteboard Clean. Um, Still upset. Yeah. Uh, and resounding victory... I have here in the envelope. These beers were drank in front of a live studio audience. Our first ever live Twitch episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I think the people are clamoring for for more Twitch content. It sounds like based on these votes, we that can listen. We have we have a platform. We can make it happen. <laughs> yeah, we have the technology. We have the technology. We can rebuild him, et cetera, et cetera. So if you guys listen, unlike the whiteboard, Obert cannot rebuild that. If you guys want more t- live Twitch, even if it's going to be via uh, via Skype or what have you, um, uh, send us an email. Let us know. DAWpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Say we want live stuff. And also follow beardedgamer at, g- at gmail.com. Follow me. Follow my email, too. <laughs> <laughs> You mean Beardad Gamer at twitch.tv? No, twitch.tv says Beardad Gamer. Yeah, but also follow the email. Yeah, but no, I'm glad to hear that we got such a positive reception from our live our live episode. It was a lot of fun, though. It was a lot of fun. I really it was, enjoyed we it. We had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, uh, something we should we should look towards in 2023. But I got I to gotta hand the microphone back off here to uh, Tud. What do you got for us? What's the next next award? Yeah, so the next award is the best uh, patron episode. So, for those of you listeners who are not patrons, A, what are you doing? B, you can go subscribe over at, patre- at patreon.com for as little as a dollar a month or 25 cents a week. Um, but we do little pregame episodes that are anywhere between 15 to 30 minutes long. And we asked that uh, the patrons vote on this and tell us what episode they thought was the best throughout the year. And the nominees are Stein Hoisting Tips which is where I describe tips for host, hoisting a stein. Uh, Tud invents laundering, which is where I invented money laundering. <laughs> <laughs> and Mango, who knew when Chris learned what fruits were. The difference between a tropical fruit and a citrus fruit. Yep. <laughs> that happened. I mean, you can only hear it over at Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, 25 cents a week. Head on over there now while we have this sponsored break for Patreon. All right. And the winner is Tud invents laundering. Apparently, the patrons want to know more criminal activity um, <laughs> or laundry tips. Or laundry tips. This was when I completely invented money laundering and thought it was a brand new idea, and had no idea <laughs> that I was inventing money laundering. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I love um, I love your sax contributions there. You know, just. Just all the Patreon stuff we have going on. Come on over. Join the family. New episodes dropping semi-regularly. New episodes dropping in 2023. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Fingers crossed. (laughs) 
Oh, man. All right. Well, Usain, hold on. Usain, <laughs> I need my envelope. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Do you want to say it? Oh, still. Nope. Still doesn't want to. Still doesn't want to. All right. So I have the esteemed pleasure of, or honor, honor and pleasure of handing out the Han Solo for best bit. So um, here we go. Uh, the nominees are Obert claims another victim, the T-Rex scale, and Obert wiping the whiteboard clean. And here we go. And the, uh, the winner is... Still upset, Obert, to this very day. Insort dinosaur roar here. It is the T-Rex scale. <laughs> so um, T-Rex scale, where, of course, we test the visibility of our beers via, via, via flashlight. Um, to see if a T-Rex can see us. A whole new element we brought yeah. to the show this year. <laughs> we brought a visual element to an audio medium. We are, we are, we are, yeah, we're, we're doing very good work. We're doing good work. <laughs> see, now, Todd, I would say we're using audio to describe something that wouldn't normally be accessible to our, to our listeners by inventing this whole new scale. I don't think that's how you would describe it because I believe on this on this very podcast you've used that term as the as the biggest opponent to the T-Rex scale. But paid by all listeners be rested. They've spoken. Rest assured the T-Rex scale is a permanent fixture now. For the next 65 million years. Yep. We will be using the T-Rex scale. Then we'll I know. Go I, to think the people, I think people scale. are worried. Yeah, I know. I think people are worried that they're 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 gonna not get the T Rex scale. They're gonna be like, I I wouldn't know what to do. Like, do I cover myself in a vat of this beer? No one knows. Impossible <laughs> to know. All right, our next category, best TV show. This is one of my favorites every year that we get to do is um, award the TV show that we talked about. Uh, as either as a handle or just in discussion throughout the episodes. Uh, new to us, but I think these are all pretty newish shows. For nominees, we have Andor, Peacemaker, and Dahmer. And the winner is Andor. Um, we have Han Solo himself here to accept the award <laughs> on behalf of Star Wars. we got to fall him out first, though. Hang on. We've got to warm this carbonite up. Um, we, we warm up the carbonite, let him accept the award, then refreeze him and give him to himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Han Solo's all the way down. Um, no, Andor, pretty good show. Check it out if you haven't at this point. I don't know what you're doing. but So the next award is um, one that is near and dear to all of our hearts. You know, we strive every year, you know, to, to give this award away. Um, and it's a really important award, I think. And it, that is the Blevin Achievement Award. Life, oh, lifetime yeah. Lifetime D- Achievement Award. <laughs> yes. Yes. The Blevin yes. Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> and this is awarded to the thing or individual who um, deserves to be deachieved. Uh, that's, the worst worst achievement of the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You should not feel good about winning this award. Um, but you know, it is a little bit better to win the award than to not win the award because at least then your achievement was a, was recognized by the masses. And the nominees this year are three of the worst, most vile things that we could think of on the planet, in the solar system, in the universe. And those nominees are Blevin. I shudder even saying the name. Uh, my old kegerator <laughs> and our Uber driver in Asheville, North Carolina, Habib. <laughs> and the winner is my old kegerator has won the Blevin <gasps> Lifetime Achievement Award for being the worst thing, but the most recognized worst thing to happen in the past year. Old kegerator, would you please come out here? Oh, oh, it, it fell over. Oh, it burst into a, a, a pile of flames. <laughs> the, the beer inside is somehow getting hotter. So we will, uh, we're, we're going to toss this Han Solo right on top, help stoke that fire. And um, if you did not win the Blevin Lifetime Achievement Award, you should really be ashamed of yourself. If you were nominated. If you were nominated. Maybe next year, Blevin. Yeah, maybe. You're, you're awful. Um, so you are the worst human on the planet. So, um, uh, you say got my envelope. 
Uh, I have a very prestigious honor. Uh, again, uh, one of one of one of the big mamma jammas. We're getting into the big awards of the night. Uh, this is the best beer, the best beer we've had on uh, the podcast in some way, shape, or form. Um, and uh, the nominees are Pineapple Princess from Tud Brewing Company. Let's go, Tud. <laughs> Let's go, Tud, Tud. Brewing Unincorporated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Two, t- two times Thor from Melvin Brewing. I believe it's pronounced two by Thor. Two by Thor. Oh, that's way better. That's way better. <laughs> way better than what I said. And I, I think it's Mil, 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 Milivin Brewing. Meal by Thor. Joke. No, I thought it was pronounced Blevin. Blevin. No. Um, and <laughs> a portal through the continuum of non-existence. And I wonder, I wonder who that's from. That is from Burial Brewing. It was the best of times. It was the worst oh, no, of times. Oh, no. Burial Beer Company. Sorry. Burial Beer Company. Apologies. We had everything. We um, had nothing. That might as well be a beer title. It will be if you keep... It might be. Yeah. It, it definitely will be. All right. Anyways, um, the winner is A Portal Through the Continuum of Non-Existence by Burial Beer Company. There we go. Um, which, by the way, was my 3,000th beer in Asheville, North Carolina. So, um, congratulations to Burial Again, I think they've won before. I know they've won something before. I don't know. They they're they have they're, yeah. They they got Han Solos on. If you go to their their brewery and like don't like even Kiwi when Kiwi and I went, um, she was like, "Wow, there's a lot of Han Solos here." I'm like, "Yeah, there is," because they just <laughs> proudly display. They just them. run out of room. Yeah, they just, there's so many. There's so many. Um, but obviously, can't say enough. Can't say enough about Burial. Love them. Want to go back. <sighs> I am. I am sad. I thought I was. Gonna yeah, win I know. That one. Tud, you were you, listen, listen. You were nominated, and some people say being nominated is is an honor all itself. Yeah, and you did win the Discord vote. And if you, for those of you who aren't on the Discord, and you want to see what the people chose, sign up, go go to our Discord, and you can you can see right there in the Mr. Oscar uh, group channel. I don't know what they call those things, but you can see how everybody voted. And uh, get a little bit there, but well, I am man of the people. With the patrons, semicolon, or, or man, man of people, semicolon Tud. So you are, yeah. But the, with the rest of the patron votes, unfortunately, Burial uh, stole that cold hard mm-hmm. carbonite right out of your hands. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. But um, all right. So next, one of my favorite awards that I get to present. I love this award every year. Uh, <laughs> is uh, best brewery, uh, and this is the best new to us brewery of 2022. We try and find some of the stuff that we haven't had before. Um, it, as we do this podcast longer and longer, sometimes it's harder to find. Uh, I have a feeling Tired Hands might be a nominee next year. But for best new to us brewery of 2022, we have uh, Tud the Home Brewer as a nominee, Cranky Sam Brewing out of Missoula, and the goose and the monkey. That's right. Out of out of somewhere in North Carolina, <laughs> where, where Chris lives, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll never find it on a map. Yeah, out of several blocks from Chris's house, North Carolina. <laughs> um, and so, without further ado, the winner is a Tud Tud the Home Brewer, best new brewery, um, taking home that that carbonite. Uh, Tud, come on up here. What do you look, what do you acceptance speech? Time. Look at this Han Solo. <laughs> Look at this. This is what this is what it feels like to win something. I I have a speech prepared. Um, I'd like to thank all the little people out there. Uh, I'd like to thank you know everybody who drank the beer. I'd like to thank Labyrinth for putting it on the competition. Um, I'd like to thank you guys. I'd like to thank the listeners. I'd like to thank the patrons. I'd like to thank the guy guy walking down the street. I'd like to thank Stale Cake. I'd like to thank Pineapples, uh, pr- the pr- Pineapple Princess, the Pineapple Punks out there. Um, the guy next to me who lost. You suck. I won. Uh, and everybody else that I beat. Maybe a nominee for achievement next year. <laughs> the guy who lost. The, the guy who lost to me. Um, thank you. And I look forward to uh, continuing this process. And I'm going to win this best beer competition one day. But. All right. While, well, Todd, what's the next next category we have? Yeah, here? I was going to say, while I'm up here, He's, before I drag this uh, really yeah. heavy Han Solo away with me. Riding high. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to present the next uh, award, and this is an award that is to a, a, a special individual uh, to all of us. And um, the name of the category is the former podcast host turned permanent guest. And the winner 
of that award is Jordan from the now defunct Wreck My Podcast. And Jordan, take it away. Wow, guys, this is amazing. And even though I was live or am going to be live uh, at the show to announce the nominee and winners for OKest Movie of the Year, I'm actually now via satellite because I've heard diversifying is the best thing you can do in any situation. So here I am on a tiny little screen that no one who's listening to this is going to know, but you guys know I'm on a tiny little screen here to accept this Han Solo Award. Uh, I'm so happy to be the winner of the prestigious former podcast host turned permanent guest award. That's that's a real mouthful. You couldn't like tighten that one up like or some acronym or something like that. But anyway, I mean, if I would have known all it would take is to throw away all my hopes and dreams of becoming a successful podcaster and just quit on the one hobby that I'm good at to get this award, I would have done it a long time ago. I mean, why I wouldn't have wasted three years to, to get here, but I'm glad the, it was a long journey, but the work has paid off. And I finally have a Han Solo that I can hang up proudly in my house. Uh, the biggest problem of all this is though, becoming a permanent guest on the podcast is that I didn't read my contract very well. And so now I'm on every episode, but I'm not allowed to speak in every episode. I'm just sitting off in the corner watching in Obert's house. Um, so I guess the moral of the story is get a good agent because I, I didn't have one. But yeah, thanks, guys. This is super cool. All right, uh, back to you in connecticut Nessie. Wow, thanks, Jordan. Um, again, imagine if our whole show was that good. <laughs> Uh, no, um, so humble you know, that Jordan. We could really you know? use an editor. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's uh, definitely just has all that free time. <laughs> right, right. I, I Wasn't his, yeah, wasn't part of his reasoning he didn't want to do that? I don't know why. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's, it's the best. Well, we didn't offer him our, like, and to be honest, he wasn't editing our podcast. So maybe he'd want to edit our podcast. Ooh, good thought. Well, that's... That's it for me, folks. Um, let me drag this Han Solo out of here. Uh, and I think I think the next award presenter is Chris. Yeah, so I have a a very special award that I would like to present. We have we 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 have an extra Han Solo hanging up here. Um, and this is gonna go to our honorary listener of the year. So, uh, not to not to we love all our listeners. Yes, not not to diminish anybody who. T- tunes into the podcast every week um but i swear to i swear to aisha in the last year this person has listened to all 218 217 episodes of this podcast um and has been very active uh in both the discord and um in my streams because they're number one a mod and number two a good friend um uh sending in those emails. sending in those emails vocalizing their love for for the podcast, uh, I feel like if they could, I'm 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 making this up on my own, but they would delete our podcast from their memory just so they could re-listen to it all. Um, and uh, yeah, so we thank we thank the 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 the, the, the devotion of this one person and uh, appreciate all the clicks and listens and the and the free free publicity. Um, but uh, the honorary listener of the year is none other than Lady Amber Venom. Lady Amber Venom, get up here, get up here, come on. You you have you have your own your own Han Solo. I know this is a dream come. Oh, she's frozen. She's frozen. She's fro- she's in the five hundreds. She's she's behind Usain Bolt, but like <laughs> you can have you single get her. Oh, we could get we could have you single get her. They're, they both they both scared of the of the, of the stage. I thought she maybe she binge listens so hard that she's on like episode like two twenty five two thirty by now that we haven't recorded. Yeah, yet. she already knows. She already knows she won. She's like. She's in the future. She's, That's how much she's been. She's playing eight D chess while we're trying to play four D chess. That's right. <laughs> no, but uh, Lady Aramidum, thank you so much for your continued friendship, support through all things that uh, that we do. Um, it is it is very much uh, appreciated. You are you you are the iron the iron woman of the year. <laughs> Listening to two hundred plus hours of us us dolts like to, <laughs> talking about beer. So. Hope you learned something and got a few laughs. You know, 
Yes. Now there are some people that are like, wow, I've learned this thing from the podcast. I'm like, that's, that's, you know, it's cool. It's really cool that we, we can, we can help teach people when I feel like I'm not that smart to begin with. So, (laughs) well, we also hope that she has not gone criminally insane by listening to us for that many hours. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about those are the three things that we want, right? (laughs) Is learn something, have some laughs, have some fun. But don't go crazy. <laughs> That's number three. She's probably listened to my voice for, I don't know, 7,000 hours. Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's enough to drive anybody insane. So, oh. We've we've all met your wife. She, I feel like Lady Aaron has heard my voice more than, more than Dana. So. Quite possibly. It's possible. Oh. All right. But I think it's time to bring out the Chiefs. Yep. Start rolling it up. Um, roll, they got a lo- baby roll. They got a long way to go. Fortunately, it's the lightest at this point. It's only going to get heavier from the here. The closer they get back to Kansas City? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. From, from New Mexico City? Is that where we, is that where we are We are right in now? New Mexico City. Could you not tell? We, we ran that mile pretty easily. I mean, it's because we're so high up. Altitude doesn't really affect us, but we were pretty winded, but not really that tired. I think that's how that works. Just remind me, where is New Mexico City? Where we are right no, now? No, Mexico City. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was a New Mexico City. There's not a New <laughs> Mexico, we are City. In Mexico City. There is. It's the capital I was of New say, Mexico. Yeah. I, I transferred. I had the wrong connection. Really <laughs> is a missed opportunity New Mexico City. For, for New Mexico to not have Albuquerque named New Mexico City. Like, yeah, they could have. I think Albuquerque is more creative, though. New Mexico City would be kind of a cop-out. So is New Mexico. It's true. But, I mean, they did better than Oklahoma, you know? True. Um, so we always like to, our favorite part, Chris's favorite part of ending Mr. Oscar is uh, no handles. <laughs> no time. No time for handles this week. Uh, we've got an award show to run, so we didn't, didn't have time. But um, thanks for sticking with us for the last year. Hope you're around for the next year. Uh, y- you know, we love, we love bringing the show to you guys. All the handles, best to worst, the games, the TV shows, the episode titles, they're all there. <laughs> if, you have, uh, if you have any suggestions for future categories, um, we just need to know how many Han Solos to prep ahead of time. So, you know, mm. send them over to that email, dawpodcast at gmail.com. We got to start cloning those Hans now, so for next year. Yes, yes. We always keep, we always keep one. <laughs> right, yep. Um, but yeah, check us out on the... That you know, it's the, the mother, it's the mother a lot of these discussions. <laughs> so, uh, with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. We'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. Um, before I get to my beer, I'm gonna put a little plug right here because they do it every single year. Uh, handle of the podcast. I know we don't do it because you know that's usually what we do, but go check out the app, just watch. You can find out where all the Oscar nominees were from this year or any other movie or TV show. So, go check that out. Um, and with that, my brewery. And my beer was DDH Alien Church by Tired Hands. What, what, what was that, Todd? I had to find it. Sneaking a handle in there. I had to find some way to, to shove it in there. That was shameful. Yeah. That was shameful. By the way, that's uh, 2022's worst handle of the year, by the way. <laughs> um, I would like to thank Jess and uh, the brewery for my Baked on the Bayou super heavy ABV stout that I drank today. And I want to thank Outlaw Brewing, no, ain't no laws when you're drinking Outlaws, for their uh, Patio Pounder Gluten Reduced Tazy IPA. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Head over to Discord to join the conversation over there with other people who listen to this podcast. Um, yearly, you can vote on all the categories you just heard today. Um, every Discord member gets a vote. If you want another vote, or if you'd like to support us even more, as we talked about earlier, we had the ad, head over to Patreon. And for as little as a dollar a month, 25 cents a week, you can get small episodes of this podcast, um, including the three that we nominated this year, which again, were Stein Hosting Tips, Me Inventing Laundering, and Chris Learning the Difference Between Citrus and a... Uh, tropical fruit with mango who knew if that is not your speed tell your friends and family about this 
podcast and spread the word that way because that really helps too and finally if you're listening to the sound of my voice head over to your podcast app and leave us a five-star rating and review whether it's apple Podcasts, google spotify doesn't matter everybody takes a rating now go do that now that way people know when they click on this podcast that it's a five-star podcast and that's awesome and with that thank you all for listening happy mr oscars my name's Doug. my name's chris and i'm obert and remember if you're drinking alone do it with friends yeah, I'm not going to lie, Todd. I was trying to see how far into the outro I could get before news took over. <laughs> yeah, hit us up on the Discord and uh, give us five stars. Uh, I was like, are they just going to do the whole thing? Because they can. <laughs> I was waiting for well, first at some point. He's like, wait a minute. This is my job. Hey, it's Mr. Oscar 2023. We have people rolling up carpets. We got Han Solos everywhere. We got Usain Bolt helping Chris. If you guys want to do the outro, the world's your oyster.